Over the course of this podcast series, we've met a lot of businesses who somehow managed to inadvertently time the launch of their business with the pandemic. Kay at Earthlingborough Pets or Taz at the Market Square Bakery, for example, were still both getting their feet under the desk when things started to change. For some businesses, though, they'd seen tough times before. One such business is Amp Wines in Oundle. Yeah, so uh, my name is Philip Amps from Amps Wine Merchants, and we are a wholesale and retail wine merchant based here in Andal. We've been in the centre of town now since 1901, when my great-grandfather brought uh, the business to Andal from Thorny in Peterborough. Um, we used to have a grocery side to the business in those days, but that's uh, all disappeared, and we are now solely uh, wines, retail and wholesale. This is Philip. Philip runs Amp Wines, and as he notes, it's a business that has been serving the community in Oundle, and indeed the rest of the country, for over 100 years now. A feat that's not quite as unique as you might think. Well, it isn't, it isn't. It's, you know, it, it is quite extraordinary the you know, the times I bump into people and find that their businesses have been going longer. I mean, we always have a bit of fun with the, the cottons. The shoe shop used to be across the opposite side of the road to us. When we announced that uh, it was our 100th birthday in 2001 and we were the oldest business in Arundel, at which point the quiet little note came across, well, we started in 1875. In our- <laughs> <laughs> it is relatively unique but it's also not I, you know I, I often say it's not exceptional over the course of that long lifetime then the business had experienced literally every upheaval and change that this country has experienced for the last century experience that would come in invaluable when it came to making their way through the unfolding covid pandemic This is Recovery Through Enterprise, a podcast where we meet some of the amazing small and medium-sized businesses across the Nen Valley that call the region home. Be sure to find out more about the Recovery Through Enterprise project and the range of support and assistance available to small businesses locally by visiting our website at recoverythroughenterprise.co.uk. You can also find more information on social media. Be sure to look up our dedicated Recovery Through Enterprise pages on Facebook and LinkedIn. And be sure to subscribe to the show to make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes in the series. But for now, thanks for joining us. It's great to have you along. There's an episode of The Office where one of the characters talk about the state of retail in modern times. The theory the character posits is that the customers largely fall into two groups. People that care about price and just head online to find the cheapest product. And the other group that care more about the product itself. These folks want to go to somewhere, a shop, and spend time there, getting tactile with products and asking questions of the staff. This kind of shop, this is where Ant Wines fits into things where we differentiate ourselves from how you go shopping in a supermarket is you come in to one of our shops and you taste and talk to us and and we can advise you because all of those wines we've tasted um, we can tell you about the wines that we are uh, selling we can talk to you about the wines that uh, you might be having or the dinner you're having this weekend and the wines you might want to match with it Um, and so we are you know really try to that makes us our point of difference is you come in and we spend time with you with a business model built on customer service then any situation that prevents customers from actually being able to come and see you at the store and spend time with you is going to make things difficult when the lockdown call came in march philip was taking action following some of the team those that remained focused on clearing the orders currently on the books before the rest of the operation could be quietly wound down for a few weeks as it was though that didn't quite end up being as simple as expected 
Yeah, I mean, in the in the first lockdown at the start of, because we had that sort of big gulp moment when we, we thought we were going to have to shut completely. And so we, we on the Monday night, um, we shut down as because Boris asked us all to, all to go home. And then we discovered that we were on the um, the full uh, uh, the essentials list. Sorry. And so I phoned round um, because we at that point we'd had the panic buying. We had about 100 orders sitting in the system that we needed to get sorted out. So I just phoned through uh, a number of the staff and said, look, do you want to come in? Let's get these orders completed. Let's get them out. We'll work safely. We'll do it all behind closed doors. It'll be delivery only, no collection, etc." So clear the order book they did, diligently working hard to ship all of the orders before retiring to bed, only to wake up literally the next day to something of a surprise. And so we went out and fulfilled those orders and made the announcement on Thursday night that we are closing and that will be us finished because we're you know, st- looking after the staff, etc. So, um, and at that point, I'd furloughed all of the wholesale team. Uh, those who weren't you know, involved on the retail side at all, I'd, I'd sort of sent those home on, on full furlough. Um, and so on that Thursday night, we told that we were closing and we had 150 orders come in overnight ready uh, and we so we thought well let's carry on let's complete these orders and so we closed three times and each time we said we were going to close the orders carried on flooding (laughs) it's like the proverbial closing down sale as it was this period through the summer of 2020 ended up being some of the busiest months the team could recall the hard work was worth it though while other bigger companies struggled to keep up with demand from their customers the amp team were able to meet that demand helping them pick up new customers along the way the summer was the hardest work that we've done in ages because it was long days, always under pressure because there was orders piling in the whole time. It really was. Um, we, we were extremely busy. Um, a lot of the supermarkets were run out of wine and people kept telling us, can I, have, I place you an order? When can I have it? Well, you can have it this afternoon because we're coming in your direction in one of the vans. Isn't your, well, well, I can have it today and all of the order. Well, I've had my order in with Waitrose for three weeks and not seen anything. So we picked up a lot of new customers from it. As an exceptionally busy summer drew to a close then, Philip, who was looking at another set of national restrictions that were about to impact his wholesale business, started to think of other ways to deliver their wine tasting experiences, which Philip mentioned earlier was such an important part of the business, and changing them to a more online experience. Um, we're now doing lots of tastings online, which is sort of helping. You know, We've had to go to Zoom for our sort of tastings where normally we'd have 40 people sitting in the shop with us. We can okay. now do that. It's worth noting, though, that while the rest of the country spent a lot of time in 2020 starting to use technology to do their work for the first time, Amp Wines and the team had actually been doing these kind of virtual events for a while now. If we go back 10 years ago, we introduced winemakers travelling from New Zealand and Australia. For them to come over to the UK, you know, it was a sort of six or seven thousand pound flight um, plus accommodation and, and so forth. So they, they would have their two weeks here in the UK and... If we got them at the end of the two weeks, they were utterly exhausted because they'd be doing tastings at lunchtime, tastings in the evening. Um, And we would end up with um, people really tired because they had to make sure that every minute of their day was out selling their wines. So we'd started doing um, winemaker tastings via Skype. So people would come in and literally Zoom, uh, Skype in, and we would talk to the... um, producer and they would be turning around and saying and these are the Chardonnay vineyards that we're just with the wines that you've got in your glass at the moment and they're 
10, 15,000 miles away, and we're here in the UK. So we had done that, but now we've turned it around and we're doing them weekly because you can't go to restaurants. Um, so yes, it was an adaption, but it is something that we're starting to introduce just because cost of the travel for these guys to have the actual winemaker. So what started out as a practicality measure for the guys a few years back actually ended up being the perfect training ground for the team, enabling them to very easily pivot to an online model and deliver these virtual wine tasting sessions at home for customers instead. And so we only introduced them in um, around sort of October time, started doing them. We, we did an odd one and then we started in, um, adding them in, um, mainly because we, a, we were so busy, but also during the summer, people were sitting in the gardens, barbecues. And that, I mean, if you think back to that first lockdown, People are in the garden from lunchtime through till 8 or 9 o'clock at night. It's been quite a journey since, with the popularity of the events growing week on week. And as for those unique experiences we talked about earlier on, there's certainly been a few of those along the way as well. We've done them. We've had people who've had sat down to the wine tasting with their microphones turned off, but they've been having three-course meals, you know, full, you know, proper sit-down, jacket and tie on, and, yeah, and they're making the most of it. Um, right through to we had one family who were all sat in their jacuzzi outside, joining in the tasting from the jacuzzi, uh, <laughs> which is that has been our high, highlight, you know, the, the hot tub uh, wine tasting that they had. The last 12 months then have been another unforgettable chapter in the life of Amps Wines. And when we chat in February of 2021, the snow on the ground might make it a little chilly for a hot tub wine tasting, but it did seem like a good time to ask Phil how he reflected on the last year in the grand scheme of things and his outlook for the year ahead. And tell me, obviously, you guys have now, uh, what, over the space of 120 years, you've seen, what, two world wars, you've seen us uh, into Europe, out of Europe. Uh, Would you say this kind of last 12 months with everything that you guys have dealt with, how would you rate that, would you say, compared to all of the other challenges that the company's faced in its lifetime? Has it been the most challenging 12 months of that 120 years? Yes, 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 no. But if I if I take it back one one little sort of, my father started in the business and he was still the the family was still delivering on horse and cart. That's one generation going back. So we've seen massive changes in that period of time to you know where it's a norm to um, travel around the world on an aircraft. Um, so though it's been hugely challenging this year, we we have had the tools to deal to de- to deal with it. But I'm also really positive. I mean, I think the thing with furlough means is that we could all open back up again and things could start to happen. How the high streets will behave, I don't know. But for us, I think we're in a fairly sort of strong position um, to take on whatever challenges are out there. So I'm I'm quite positive, um, but it's going to be hard. I mean, it's all going to be new. And I think we're going to have to remain very nimble for the next couple of years to get our businesses back to where they were. I'm going to get super lofty for today's famous quote. Heraclitus said that there is nothing permanent except change. And the Amp Wines teams know this better than anyone over the course of the last century, always needing to adapt and be nimble and keep one eye on the road ahead. If you want to find out more, or maybe fancy a hot tub wine tasting of your own, be sure to look them up online, ampswinemerchants.co.uk. In the meantime, you can find out more information on the Recovery Through Enterprise project and the range of support and assistance available to small and medium-sized businesses across the East Northamptonshire region by visiting our website at recoverythroughenterprise.co.uk. You can also connect with us on social media by visiting our dedicated pages on Facebook and LinkedIn. And we'd invite you all to subscribe to the podcast and make sure you don't miss 
and we'd invite you all to subscribe to the podcast and make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes. In the meantime, thanks for joining us. It was great to have you along. This podcast was a production of So Very Creative. You can find more of our work at soverycreative.com. Next time on Recovery Through Enterprise. In, in a way, we're well set up for dealing with risk. You know, obviously, any, any water sport, there's an element of risk that we have to be well prepared for and well risk assessed. Uh, so we've got the, um, the people in place, our tech advisor and what have you in place to, to come and, and do these things uh, with us. But, um, but yes, the guidelines have meant we've had to redraw all of our procedures, really. While a normal risk assessment might cover a slip or a capsized canoe, 2020 looked a little different for the team at Canoe 2. Find out more next time.